Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Armchair Book and Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host. My name is Stunning Steve Barber. Joining me, as always, is my awesome co-host, the intellectual rock star himself, delicious Joylan Davis. Hey, everybody. And he's still in a retro mood. That's why he's dressed up like he's part of the Gap Band. <laughs> uh, for people who are audio only, he's wearing a sleeveless shirt with kind of Bengal tiger stripes on it. At least that's sort of, of, yeah. Yeah, kind of a, a lighter orange, but it's got definitely got the black mm-hmm. with it. So, you know, so if you start hearing him start singing about dropping the bomb on me, <laughs> that's why. And uh, that's really the only song I could think of from the Gap Band. But man, it was a huge, it was a huge song. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, and now I'm going to have it stuck in my head the rest of the time we're recording. So, of course, I, I, that's my fault. Actually, I put the earworm in my own ear. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but today we're going to have, I guess, kind of as a follow up for what we did a couple of days ago, where mm-hmm. we talked, yeah, talked about the history of Money in the Bank and some trivia to go along with it. But we're actually going to give our own preview and predictions of this upcoming Money in the Bank event that's going to be held in London at the O2 Arena. Uh, turn on the network at about three o'clock Eastern time, which uh, listening to what culture wrestling earlier, they said it's actually a good time for them. They're not used to being able to do like the live streams. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's, <laughs> cause it's usually on so late over there. So yeah. Yeah. Because with it being the, you know, the five hour time difference between the East coast and in England, you know, so you're talking eight o'clock start time. That's one o'clock in the morning there. Yeah. And it goes for four hours, usually three to four hours. So that pushes all the way into about five o'clock in the morning. So if you work a regular nine to five job, that's going to honk up your sleep schedule. Yep. Yep. So, but, um, yeah, I'm glad we did that episode because I thought that was actually kind of interesting. And then not long, uh, like the next day at the, actually, I want to say it was Walk Culture Wrestling. They released a video, like they, they ranked, um, the money in the bank winners i haven't actually watched yes, it yet i watched that one yeah um i mean just as a spoiler i mean uh i mean you know what's number one please tell me it's not beatbox brock no 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 because by the way kyle he actually messaged me he still loves him some beatbox brock <laughs> so, <laughs> uh but number one uh cena Mm-mm. oh i'll have to watch it oh the cash in would have to be rollins Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. That. Yeah. Because uh, that one was like that is one of the most famous cash ins. Mm-hmm. Oh, but for this Saturday, there are seven matches scheduled for right now, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I mean the um the main the big matches they tend to last a little bit longer, or they they have the potential of lasting yeah. a little bit longer. Um, but. Yeah, you know, some of the other matches. This actually looks like it'll be a pretty decent card. What do you think? Yeah, I think so. They've been surprising me a whole lot with their premium live events here lately. They've actually the last few have actually been really good. Um, so hopefully they'll keep that same trend. But I'm not expecting too much because. Vince McMahon has his hand in creative. So uh, they've even said that it's this is how bad it is that with Vince back in charge, you know, having his fingerprints all over everything, making last minute changes to Raw and SmackDown is they're trying to plan out things for SmackDown weeks in advance 
so that Vince can't change anything. <laughs> They're wow. trying to plan stuff out weeks in advance. That way, the day of the show, he can't go rewrite the show because that's what he's been doing the last couple of weeks. He's been making last minute changes to Raw, last minute changes to SmackDown, and it's thrown a lot of stuff off and it's bumped a lot of people off the show that would have been on the show. <laughs> The only Um, thing that I did agree with him doing is Seth Rollins was supposed to have an open challenge for the world heavyweight title on Raw. Okay. And Finn Balor jumped him and beat the crap out of him. And Vince did that because he wanted to kind of heat Finn up going into their title match on, you know, on Saturday, which that part, that does make sense. And we're getting more of that ruthless Prince Devitt Finn Balor with this whole program with uh, with Seth. So I'll give Vince credit. That was a smart move. But the, but cutting whole segments out and eliminating people from, you know, getting on the show, like I think a Bailey match got cut again. And I'm trying to think what else there was. I love watching Bailey too, so I don't get why mm-hmm. they, they feel like they have to cut her matches. And he's done the 50 50 booking thing with Tommaso Ciampa came back last week. He answered the Miz's open challenge. He beat the Miz. Then this week, Ciampa's coming out for a match. Miz jumps him, beats him up, all this. And it's like, eh, I don't really need all that. Oh, uh, but. Yeah, yeah. Keep Vince, keep Vince's hands out of there because there's one other thing I have a feeling is a Vince idea that we we will hit on because you texted me about it yesterday and mm. um and yeah, if yeah. it happens, it's not going to be a good reaction from my house or your house or no, like not every, at all. Yeah, my family's going to be like, "What is wrong with Daddy?" It's like, yeah, Daddy didn't lost his mind. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and I have a feeling like every house between at least between Cincinnati and Paducah is going to be doing the same. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, whoo! But you know what? Um, I will actually, you know, I'm looking at the Wikipedia article right now, and of course, the way they had the matches, they had, they actually had the lat- the the actual ladder matches for the uh, the briefcases listed first. So I'll actually start at the bottom, and we'll give our predictions what we think should happen, and we but what we think. Would have will happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes it's the same. Yeah. You no. Know? Um. Will and should. And when we say should, it's like our our opinion. And I mean, mm-hmm. we we always have to give the the disclaimer. We have to preface it by saying we are not actually involved with the wrestling business. We are merely right. podcasters, which is kind of, I guess, some people consider it journalism. Um. In this day and age, yeah. This yeah. day and age, yeah, it is a form of journalism. Um. You know, except for, you know, we don't get as much flack as, <laughs> you know, right. like, yeah. Journalists. So, yeah. which I'm kind of glad about. Um, these are opinions, you know, so, uh, and before we even do that, I will mention real quick some news about WWE before I forget. Have you seen the whole thing? I, in fact, I think, was this the article I actually sent to you? Sergeant Slaughter and his, mm-hmm. and his daughter, yeah. the daughter, the daughter of Slaughter. Yeah. Yeah. Their, I'm sorry, I just had to make that rhyme. I just realized <laughs> <laughs> the, the slaughter daughter. Uh, they are upset with Lacey Evans first doing the the, the marine gimmick and then second using mm-hmm. the clutch. Yeah, 
because she didn't get permission to use it. Right. Um, first, I will say this. Lacey Evans does not have to get permission from anybody to use a Marine no. gimmick, except for maybe no. the Marine Corps itself. Exactly. Yeah, now that because, might be a thing because... Yeah, but, I, I don't I don't agree with his daughter getting upset about that. I mean, she was actually a Marine, so it's like she has every right to do that gimmick. If, mm-hmm. as, long as, the, as long as the Marines... As long as the Sorry. Marine Corps is okay with it, then I yeah. don't see the issue. Now... Cobra Clutch, I do because that's a that's that's a time honored tradition that if you're going to use somebody else's move, you ask them, mm-hmm. you ask for their permission to use that move. Kevin Owens did it with the stunner. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've talked on the show before how Michelle McCool took the Styles Clash and then pretended like she had no clue about AJ Styles doing the move and acted like she invented the move. And it's like, um, no, he had been doing the styles clash since 2000 way before Mm -hmm. she ever thought about wrestling. But Uh, it's, that's one of those things. It's like, she didn't ask for permission to use the move that somebody else came up with just like, but in turn, Kevin Owens did the right thing and asked Steve Austin if it was okay for him to use the stunner. And they were, I think, there, kind of a weird coincidence. Steve Austin, when he first went to the WWF, he was using the Carver Clutch, except for they called it the Million Dollar Dream. Yep. Slaughter was okay with that because they were yep. not referred to it. And because he came in under Ted DiBiase. Yeah, Million so he used, yeah, he used the Million Dollar Dream. Yeah, they weren't calling it the Cobra Clutch. So, yeah, there was no issue there. But she's blatantly calling it the Cobra Clutch, and it's like, eh, you might want to talk to Sarge about that. Uh, I mean, and I have a feeling it probably wasn't her idea. Um, probably not. It was probably, it was, I'm sure it was a booking decision, and they didn't think, because Vince doesn't care about time-honored traditions in pro wrestling, so no. Triple H does, but Vince doesn't. I mean, and part of it, I'm when it comes to using somebody's move, if somebody is active, this is the way I kind of feel about it. If somebody is mm-hmm. still active, still using the move, mm-hmm. unless it's part of an angle. Now, it may be part of an angle where... Yeah, where you steal the other's move. Or yeah. it could be in the in a match. Like, you've seen the really good matches where yes, they, they'll steal the other person's move trying to beat them with their own move. Stuff like that is fine. Yeah. Um, you know, if, if Sarge was still wrestling, and all of a yeah. sudden she just started using it, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. But he hasn't wrestled since the gimmick battle royal, and even then, you know, unless he's been doing some yeah. shots here and there. But he's a he's under a legends contract, so yeah. You know, um, you know, so that to me, I'm like, I do get the tradition part, but part yeah. of it is, well, nobody else is using it, right? <laughs> you yeah. know, you True. know, so that's where I'm kind of on that kind of fence about it. Uh, I think. Respect wise, yeah, they should have probably asked because mm-hmm. it is associated with Sergeant Slaughter, um, yeah. who taught it to Don Carnoodle, who taught it to Ivan Koloff, who taught it to Nikita Koloff and Krusha Khrushchev, and that was mm-hmm. their bit for a little bit. Um, yep. And I'm pretty sure there were some other ones who also used it at some point. Um, Jinder Mahal, that was part of his. It was part, part of, of the. His... Yeah. It, he hooked it and then did the Uranagi. So I never got that part of 
that to me was yeah. odd. It's like you, you already have a finish and move on, and why are you throwing it into another? Yeah. One? Uh, but and that that one actually could have worked also the Cobra Clutch because he was being portrayed as being from India because mm-hmm. and he would do the little thing with the the Cobra. Yeah. Um, granted, that was more. Uh, oh my God, what's his face? The big tall dude. Santino. San, Santino and um, um from Kali. India. Uh, yeah, great Kali. Mm-hmm. When they, it was stupid. I'm not gonna lie, but it was fun to watch. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about when they had yeah. The, he had the little flute yeah. out there, and you saw his. Mm-hmm. It was like, <laughs> that, that was yeah. Awesome. I'm like, okay, um, y'all think wrestling's fake? Come check this out. You yeah, know? but that's but like it, that, it that's like the camel clutch. It's like, yeah. you know, Iron Sheik's used it. Um, Rusev used it. I'm trying to think mm-hmm. who else. Um, somebody else that used it, not for long. Um, Muhammad Hassan. Slaughter but, used it. Slaughter bit. did use it. Yeah, he, he did came use back. it. Yeah, yeah. I just not thought about that. When Slaughter used it while he was WWE champion because mm-hmm. he beat the because when he beat the the Warrior at the Rumble after Savage hit him and hit the Warrior in the head with the scepter, he put the Warrior in the Camel Clutch. The Warrior was already knocked out, so mm-hmm. he got he got a submission win with the Camel Clutch, and that was Gory Guerrero's move. He was the one mm-hmm. who invented that. Yep. And, and now the Iron Sheik, I think, probably made it more famous. But, yeah. I mean, there were other people who used it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we, and because you didn't see any backlash, I'm pretty sure they actually made sure they got the blessings of whoever. Yeah. Yeah, so, I'm sure. So, um, But, yeah, I just wanted to bring that up just because it was, like, right there on mm-hmm. the line. Um. But we'll go ahead and get started with the first match. By the way, I just checked. We don't have any reviews and any five-star ratings on Apple Podcasts. Seriously, people, if you if you give us a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts, we will read it on the air. Yep, we've done it yeah. before. Yep. Um, and on all the other platforms, there's not – Apple is the only one I know of where you can actually write a review, but there are some ones, other ones you can actually still give ratings. Now, mm-hmm. if, you give, if you give the rating and you give me a screenshot and you write a review – in the email, send it to me or Dwaylon. Send it to both of us. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm cool with either one. Armtripbookingpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can send it to Dwaylon's email, the Intellectual Rockstar Podcast, also at gmail.com. Yeah. Yep. That's why he is the Intellectual Rockstar, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. Because I'm learning about Batman villains. I had no idea. I didn't even know they existed. <laughs> I didn't know there was one called Man Bat until today. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so, but you just you know you send us the review, and I'm talking like this could be off Spotify, this could be on Good Pods. That's another one you can give a rating, and send it to us. We will read it. And if you don't want us to give your name on the air, that's that's cool. Um, mm-hmm. and of course, some, and if you just have a regular screen name, um, that you would rather us use, that that's fine too. And send it to us. We will read it on the air. And yep, you know, just send it to us. And while you're at it, go check out the Intellectual Rockstar Podcast. Thank you. Go check out my secondary podcast, The Cubicle Chat, mm-hmm. uh, which I will be doing a show here soon, all about these things behind me. The Rubik's the Cubes. Cubes. The Cubes. Mm. The Cubes, Twisty Puzzles, Mechanical um, mechanical Puzzles. By the mm-hmm. way, I'm holding in my hand. I was actually working on this before, right before we started recording. This is a 10 by 10 by 10 Rubik's Cube. Yes, it is solvable. Um. It's not well if you already know how to solve a four by four and a five by five, then you can solve everything higher. Right. And I'm going to be doing a maybe maybe later today, 
I'm going to be doing a an episode of my podcast ranking the Indiana Jones movies from my least favorite to my favorite, considering the newest one is coming out. Um, you just give me an idea. <laughs> um, yesterday, speaking of movies, went and saw the movie Asteroid City. I will say this before we move on. If you like Wes Anderson, you'll like this movie. If you don't like Wes Anderson, if you're not into him, you'll think this is one of the strangest movies ever put to film. For me, um, I like the Royal Tenenbaums, but that was about it. I'm just, I've never been a big fan of his. He's different. He's an acquired taste. I'm not going to say he's horrible. Um, No, he's not terrible. It's just not my, not my style. Yeah. Um, My son absolutely loves his movies. (laughs) Um, Don't know where he got it from, but I'm like, you know what? Uh, There's worse things he could like. Absolutely. Yep. You know, like heroin. You know, if you, <laughs> you know, there's worse things in the world to worry about. Uh, and when we were at the movie theater, we we actually uh, they were doing souvenir like cups and popcorn bowls. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I actually just asked him to bring me the cup that I got yesterday because even though I'd be honest with you, I'm I've heard some bad things about the new Indiana Jones movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't watched it yet, so I really can't. Mm-hmm you know, make it any kind of judgment on until I actually see it. I will say Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I, I've seen that one once and that was enough for me. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> I've, I've only watched it once. We'll never watch it again. Horrible movie. Because I will Just say horrible. this and then, you know, and if you want, we can, I can actually discuss it with you on Intellectual mm-hmm. because I need to actually come on there anyway. So, yep. Perfect reason. Yeah. Um, how do you go from the first three movies talking about three of the world's major religions, first one Judaism, second one Hindu, third one Christianity, to all of a sudden you have aliens and ants dragging somebody into a hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, and I, I, I don't get it. You know, but, but you know what? Maybe that'll actually answer the answer. It'll answer the question of what's actually in the briefcase for the, for the money in the bank. They say it's a contract. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. Uh, you know what else it could be in that briefcase? Marcellus Wallace's soul. Could be. Could be. You know? Yep. So, first match, and if, you, if you're if you on the Wikipedia article, you'll see the first match, well, the, the last match listed, but that's where we're going from bottom up. Gunther, Matt Riddle. Singles match for the WWE Intercontinental Champion. Did Matt Riddle get drafted to Smack? No, Gunther got drafted to Raw. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Gunther. There's no doubt. It's Gunther. It better be Gunther. It's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be a hard hitting match because Matt mm-hmm. Matt Riddle can do that. Oh yes, he can. I'm just not a fan of Matt Riddle. The whole original oh. bro gimmick gets on my nerves. He leans way too much into the into the stoner gimmick, and it's just <laughs> in real okay. life too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, real life you do what you do, but it's like that. To me, that gimmick in wrestling has a ceiling, and yeah, I just don't see them ever putting Riddle as a main event guy. 
I think he's good to come out. He's, he can always give you a good match. He's good to pop the crowd, stuff like that, you know. But he's not beating Gunther for the Intercontinental title. Better not. He's taking uh, up. He's he's gonna he's gonna give as good as he gets, but he's gonna take a nasty power bomb, and that's it. How close is Gunther to beating Honky Tonk Man? Uh, I am not sure. You know what? Let me go see if I can find that real quick. Um, uh, because I think that might actually, um, that might actually determine, you know, um, Gunther, uh, let me see. Oh, come on, people. Um, All right, Mr. Perfect, Mr. Perfect. Oh, before that, okay. Really, there weren't that many before Honky Tonk Man. Um, let's see. No. Uh, 454 days, is that what it said? Is that what the Honky Tonks Man says? Yeah, that is such a crime. Yeah. <laughs> it really is, especially considering who he beat. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. There's some that negative one days, one or less than one day, I should say. Um. Ah, Shamrock handle for 125 days. How do you like that? Uh, who was just holding it for one day? Edge, one day. Um, uh, man, yeah, that's when, man, this is ridiculous. They, yeah, they started hot shotting the Intercontinental title like crazy. It's like, good lord. Yeah. It, um, it really, for a long time, the Intercontinental title really lost its importance the way they booked it. Uh, wow, who did this 244 days? Oh, Shelton Benjamin, 244 mm-hmm. days. Nice. Uh, From what I understand right now, it is the Honky Tonk Man. The only ones that have held it a really long time, Honky Tonk and I just, I just lost. I heard Honky Tonk Man, and then it froze up. Still there? Are you there? And we're back. Uh, sorry about that, folks. I had a technical difficulty. and But now we've got all these technical difficulties worked out. And uh, I was going to say before everything all of a sudden went new. Um, the last thing I heard Waylon say was, "Yeah, the rates are honky tonk man, and then yeah. your face, then your face froze." <laughs> honky tonk man, Randy Savage, and then Gunther. I think Gunther's third. Uh, know if I could sort this by um, days, because there's a few that actually that, that do have some days up there. Uh, let me see, because Savage did hold it for. He was the Intercontinental Champion at WrestleMania 2. Mm-hmm. And, of course, once again at 3 until he lost it to Steamboat. Yeah, because um, he beat uh, he beat Tito Santana for it uh, yep. in the old Boston Garden. Yep. I actually watched that match live when it happened. Did you? Um, yeah. Uh, I was at somebody's house who had the, the satellite dish, like the big satellite dish, yeah. like the birdbath for a pterodactyl satellite dish. <laughs> and... <laughs> Uh, they actually had the New England Sports Network. Oh, okay. 
and they also happened to be wrestling fans. And so I was at their house on whatever night of the week that was. And, um, and this was in North Carolina and we watched them and, um, Randy Savage, he, uh, Tito, Randy Savage was on the ring apron back in back to the ring. Tito went to pick him up for a back suplex into the ring, but sport out Randy Savage reached down in his tights and pulled out something. Yeah. yeah. And it looked it looked like a little small dumbbell. Yeah. Course, yeah. <laughs> yep. And the whole time I'm thinking, man, you had that in your tights the whole time? That had to be uncomfortable. Right. Because then he rolled it out of the ring when the referee mm-hmm. what, the referee was also Danny Davis. They actually incorporated uh... Now I'm not yeah. saying that was part of the original plan, but they he just they happened to bring it up later on. Oh, yeah. he was also the referee, you know, yeah. Savage, yeah, because that's what that's what the plan was. Um, <laughs> let's see. Well, the Rock's got 265 days for one of his reigns. Um, uh, probably that second one. Um, yeah, yeah, it was uh, perfect. 280 days. Mm-hmm. Uh, four hundred fifty-four. That was longer than there. Four hundred fourteen. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it is savage. And Gunther is. I think it said he's sitting at like three eighty-four. Mm-hmm. Right yep. Bottom that with all the, you know, the 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 area where they were hot shotting it. Yeah. Uh, a lot of six-day rains, seven-day rains. I think one of them was like nineteen days. Uh, Gunther is sitting at three hundred eighty-four as of today. Three eighty-four. So he needs seventy days. To tie Honky Tonk Man, he needs seventy-one to pass him. I believe so. I Made you do that math quick. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, yeah, seventy. Yeah, wow. I mean, that was quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, never mind. That was Pedro. Oh, Pedro Morales is sitting at four hundred twenty-five days for a rain. Oh, I forgot about Pedro. I forgot about Pedro. Oh. Yeah. Uh, then, yeah. then Savage. So, then Honky Tonk Man. Then Honky Tonk. I'm, so, so. I'm sorry. He goes Savage Pedro Honky Tonk Man. Okay. Um, okay. Honky Tonk Man is sitting at four fifty four. Pedro is at four twenty five. Uh, Savage is at four fourteen. Yeah. Okay. So, so still, I need Gunther to get. I need Gunther to hold it for another month, another two months and eleven days, and then he wipes everybody's record out and holds it by himself. Yes. And <laughs> and Gunther is like crazy good, so I'm okay with. Oh that. yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> but anyway, but. Uh, and since I think even Vince McMahon is like, why do we still have the honky tonk man as our reigning yeah. champ? You know, especially since the honky tonk man has not had good things to say about WWE in a while. He's like, he's taken that Jim Cornette route where he's just the bitter old man that yeah. people just want to hear what ridiculous thing he has to say next. Him and his sideburns, but yeah, um, yeah, because yeah, you're right about Cornette too. Because a lot of people are seeing the same thing. Cornette, he's loved to sit there and pick his brain about wrestling. Oh, yeah, um, he should probably shut up about everything else because, like, dude, you're here to talk about wrestling, please. Yeah. You know, even when he talks about wrestling, though, it's like he gets better, dude. It's not 1987. I'm sorry, it's you, you can't book wrestling the same way as you did when. You know, you were managing the Midnight Express because wrestling's not the same that it was back then. And I mean, I'll give him credit. He started, um, he actually created the last territory. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Smoky Mountain. Yep. Smoky Mountain Wrestling. And he ran it really well. So he got, so Jim Cornette's really, he's, 
he's done about everything you can do in the wrestling. Game. Oh yeah. I mean, he's a, a genius as far as wrestling goes. It's just, he's just bitter about the current product because he's kind of, he's at that point where it's like, there's nothing wrong with appreciating the past and respecting the past, but you got to let that go. If wrestling is going to move forward. Mm-hmm. It has to evolve. And, and he gets mad about, well, they're not sticking to kayfabe. Like, you aren't either. You are literally like have a podcast every week where you yeah. don't stick to kayfabe. And the thing is, kayfabe's been dead, dude. It's like yeah. wrestling fans, you know, we know. We don't care. We just want to watch a good product. Yep, uh, because even, I mean, literally 10-year-olds understand the product. And I know that because mm-hmm. of the, a 10-year-old who goes to my church. Yeah. You know, um, he's um big fan of Noah, Gabriel. Mm-hmm. And I told him about what Noah did in the ring here lately. And yep. he's disappointed, but he said, you know what? I'm still going to cheer for him. Right. And then he started talking about, I watch WWE for the, um, for the heels and the faces. And some of the terminology he was using, <laughs> you know, he was telling it to me and Randy, you know, our buddy yeah. Randy. And Randy and I, after, you know, he looked, we're like, oh my. This kid <laughs> knows like way more than what a ten year old should about the rest. Right. But, but yeah, so um yeah, bitter. You know, honky yeah. man, go. We don't want yeah. you I mean, in fact, I mean I I think then he, if they could find a reason to just totally strip that rain off their record book. Yeah, but I, yeah need, I needed to just I wipe that out, yeah. Yeah, I mean but before we move on, Eric Bischoff is becoming a bitter old man too. I actually stopped listening to his podcast a long time ago because you got mm-hmm. to notice and he was having excuses for everything, everything that bad. Well, not everything that bad happened in WCW with when it was under him, because there's a couple mm-hmm. things he did admit. Yeah, I should have done that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but there's some, you know, a lot of it though, he's putting the blame on a lot of other people. Oh yeah. He definitely makes excuses for why the company failed. And then like, he there's nothing wrong with analyzing the current product but he he picks it apart so that he can find something wrong with everything especially AEW he mm-hmm. will pick it to pieces to, just so he can try to find something wrong with either the performers or the match or the presentation or something and it's like if you don't like AEW fine don't watch it but right. a lot of a lot of us do so you don't have anything nice to say, then just shut up and go away. And I actually need to start. Um, I need to change the recording from our living room TV to like my computer, you mm-hmm. know, so that way I can just watch it. Right. Know, I spend even now because I'm looking for jobs. Um, I spend most of my day in my office, mm-hmm. you know, so um, I need to just go in there and get it off the box and just put it in here so that way I can catch all these. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so we both agree. I think Gunther will. I think Gunther should. Yes, absolutely. So, next match for the the women's tag team championship, uh, Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler, the most legitimate women fighters there. Yeah, um, that's. I mean, it'll be a decent match, but I they're guess. not taking they're they're not taking the belts off of Ronda and Shayna just yet because they just unified them with the NXT tag titles. Oh, that's right. So yeah, they are the undisputed women's tag team champions, and they will be able to defend those titles on all three brands. So I don't see them automatically dropping them 
to Liv Morgan, no. Raquel Rodriguez. And, that's who they're yeah. they're going to get for yeah. this. And who are former tag champions? I get that. And then they had to relinquish them when Liv got hurt. But I don't see a title change here. I think it's going to be Ronda and Shayna. And it should be. Um, mm-hmm. I do like how they're giving Liv Morgan and Ricardo Rodriguez a chance to yes, get I, the fact I, that they never actually technically never lost. Yeah. You know, so I like how they're doing that. That's actually an improvement over before you lost it. Oh, well. You get nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you get nothing. You, you <laughs> get a rematch when you look. Kofi never got his rematch against Brock Lesnar. Nope. Because never it did. was not like, right. It was right at the time they said, we're no longer doing rematches. Do what? Yeah. If you I, notice, the people that, 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 the, that Brock has beaten for the WWE title, the Rock never got his rematch because he, he was leaving for Hollywood, Hollywood. And even when he came back, he never got a rematch. That's a story they could have continued when The Rock came back, but they never did. Uh, Kofi never got his rematch. Big E never got his rematch. The only person that ever got a rematch was... No. Nope, because Bobby Lashley didn't get his rematch either. Nope. Uh, and I know Lashley got hurt, but he's been back now for at least. He's been year. back now for yeah over a year because yeah. yeah that was he you know lost it at Elimination Chamber, and I mean we're almost in July and he still hasn't has never gotten his rematch for the WWE title. Um, Big E should have gotten his rematch right after he lost it, mm-hmm. um, but instead he you know uh, it was an accident. Mm-hmm. Um, who was it? Um, Pete. Ridge Holland. Ridge Holland. Yeah. And Ridge Holland's a strapping young lad. I mean, he's a big mm-hmm. dude. And yeah. he, he honestly thought, you know, he could do that overhead. Yeah. I don't, I'm not a fan of the overhead belly to belly just because it looks a little too dangerous. Yeah. And, that proved uh, and, it. and, and really, there's only a few people that can pull it off and it works. Like Brock and Scott Steiner in his prime. Could pull that off, but not very many people could pull it off smoothly. I don't think. No, um, and especially against somebody Big E size who's three hundred pounds mm-hmm. of just muscle. The man muscle. has like yeah half a percent body fat. You know, yeah. he was an offensive lineman at University of Iowa, or was it Iowa State? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was. I think it was Iowa. Yeah, I think so. Uh, either one, though. <laughs> you know, um. But yeah, he's a, a big. He is one that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Either way, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I think Ronda, Shayna, they're going to take this one. They they will and they should. Hmm. I agree. So. Okay. So second technical difficulty. Very very small one though this time. Um, I had to sneeze. But <laughs> hello again, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we're just suffering all kinds of technical glitches. I blame Canada for this because they're the ones having the wildfires right now, which are making everything here all hot. Okay, let's see. I mean, every. Everything's connected. It's all looking good. I'm not sure what the issue is. 
Okay, now the internet is acting all kind of dumb today. Uh, and like I said, I'm um, before, and, and Joylan didn't hear my joke, so I'm just have to say it again. I blame Canada for this because with all the wildfires and everything. Missed my joke again. Missed it again. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, once again, we're back. Uh, we think there's maybe some internet issues happening on Dwayland's end because it keeps free. Is his internet's already dropped? Uh, like I said, I'm gonna say this for the third time, and hopefully, you get you actually hear my joke this time. I'm blaming Canada because of all the wildfires. You know, because oh, yeah. Yeah. it's making our. I mean, dude, right now, I I'm not even wanting to walk outside. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It it's awful outside. Yeah, because um, yesterday, I mean, I had to go ahead and mow because my grass was looking like really, really bad. But I mean, afterwards, I mean, I had to walk in as like, <laughs> you know, and, um, yeah. you know, so BC, not that we're blaming you personally, you know, cause I'm pretty sure you didn't set the fire, but you know, and we're talking about BC Hunter from the wrestling with the truth podcast, wrestling with the war is also another name. He, he and all that, but he also has, also has the wrestling with the eighties, uh, show that he does on YouTube, by the way, go check them out. BC is a great dude and he supports us and we support him and, and honestly, if he didn't have a good show, we wouldn't support him. But he has an awesome show, so we definitely yeah, he He's been yeah. on our show. We've been on his show. So go check him out. Go check out Ted the Hibbley Hill. Go check out Finish Your Wrestling. And go check out the Dad Word Order podcast. By the way, I'm going to throw another non-wrestling one out there. The Mixtape podcast. They've been doing a lot of good stuff. Uh, we're in works right now to have me on there to actually talk about wrestling. You know, uh, like theme songs. But we'll mm -hmm. see how it goes. So... Um, but yeah, definitely go, go check all those out, you know, so they, they've been supporting us. We support them. It's a big family and we just absolutely love it. So, uh, but for those of you who are watching on YouTube, you see it, that Dwayland has now switched to his phone. Uh, yeah. for those, those of you in the audio, you notice that the audio has changed a little bit, but you can still hear, you know, and that's the important thing. So, yeah. uh, the last thing I said before I had to say my joke three times, now the audience, they already heard it three times, you know, so unless I go edit it out. But last thing I said was Ronda Rousey, Shayna Baszler should win and they will win. Yes, I completely agree. So uh, the next match listed, and I have a feeling this is, uh, well, you never know with money in the bank how they order stuff because sometimes if they want to cash in that night, they'll yeah. have the championship match um, last. But, but the next one they have listed is the Bloodline Civil War, I have no idea what kind of stipulation match this is, but the Bloodline, which is Roman Reigns, Solo Sokoa now, just the two of them, against yeah. the Usos, you know, this is a family affair. They want to call this this Money in the Bank a family affair. Yeah. Kind of like what we named one of our shows that's in the archives that you can always find in any audio. Mm -hmm. <laughs> any audio <laughs> Except for Stitcher. Stitcher is, that was some other news we got, Stitcher is no longer going to be a platform. So... Um, but yeah, the bloodline and this one, I, I think it's going to be a hard hitting match because it's going to be an emotional match. And. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to go with the bloodline winning through some shenanigans. I can see that. I was thinking, 
I'm leaning toward the Usos win due to some miscommunication between Solo and Roman. Solo eats the pin. There you go. And then it's like, where does the Solo move away from Roman? Does he stay with Roman? You know, things like that. But I, I think the Usos are going to win. That's just my pick through to, through, due to miscommunication between Solo and Roman. Yeah, I mean, I see either. Yeah, I can definitely see that too. And what kind of surprises me is they're not, they're not focusing on Solo being the Usos' brother. Yeah, was, I mean, they, they mentioned it, but they're not. That's not not the focal point of the story. They just kind of mention it in passing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, you know they're brothers. Yeah. By the way, that. Yeah, uh, and you know they're they have the same mother and dad, so they're not even like half siblings. They are full on siblings, and yeah, yeah we don't care, <laughs> you know. But Roman's their cousin. Yeah, who nah. who they all grew they grew up together like brothers. So Roman's basically like another brother because they all grew up together. But they don't mention it, and I think it will be it'll be a nasty match, and I'm guessing it's like a no no DQ match. It's the only thing I can think of bloodline civil war because they're just making stuff up now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then pretty soon they may come up with you know sponsored by Mountain. What well, never mind. You don't have a lot of Mountain Dew over in England. Um, I, sponsored by Pepsi. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> uh, and. You know, so I'll actually move on from that one because it, that one has been, I know it's been the big storyline over the past couple of years. Every, it's been bringing people back into wrestling as far as like mm-hmm. being fans. So um, next one, we kind of touched on a little bit uh, already, but Seth Rollins, Finn Balor for that World Heavyweight Championship. My pick, I think Seth is going to win. But honestly, I think Finn should win. Yeah. Um, Finn, Finn Balor has been screwed in the main event scene ever since he got called up. I mean, he he got the he got the rocket ship push when he first got called up and called up from NXT in 2016. Was first Universal Champion. Got injured during the match against who? Against Seth. Yes. Yeah. With the buckle bomb, except he did it on the outside on the barricade. Um, and 20, I think he said in, a, in his promo Monday, 23, no, 22 hours later, he had to relinquish the title due yep. to several injuries. Never got his rematch for the universal title. Not while, oh, know, not while Seth was a champion. Not while Seth was champion, not while Kevin Owens was champion. He didn't get a shot, another shot at the Universal title until Royal Rumble. I can't remember the year, but he challenged Brock Lesnar. We all knew he wasn't beating Lesnar. And then he got one more mm-hmm. shot at the Universal title uh, against Roman and lost because the ring rope broke. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he had he got injured due to no fault of his own had to relinquish the title that he just won and has gotten two world title matches in seven, in seven years. This, this will be his third, technically fourth, fourth world title match 
in the last seven years? I think Finn should. Um, mm-hmm. Depends on who is doing the booking in the back. Because, like you said, if they've been trying to plan SmackDown weeks in yep. advance, so they might be trying to do other things also weeks in advance, which is really how you should be doing them anyway. Yeah, that's how you shouldn't be doing it just week to week. But, and the sad thing is, Vince is not even there. Vince is doing all this remotely from home. And oh, man, hey, well, you can work from home. Still messing anyway. up the floor. Here's the thing block him out, block his internet access. <laughs> I mean, you just <laughs> cut him out. Just be like, I don't know what's going on, Vince, but uh, you tell him, hey, the Zoom link just dropped. Yeah, like, <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, you know, you see somebody kind of sneak in, grab the mouse. I don't know. He just dropped. And, yeah, yeah. you know, he's off there. He's still counting his billion dollars right now. So, yeah. uh, but I think fans should win it, but I think Seth is going to win. I think the audience, to be honest with you, depends on if they're willing to travel, would probably be more behind Finn mm-hmm. because Ireland's not that far away from England. Mm-hmm. You know, it, yep. you can take you can take a ferry. There may be people jumping on the ferry right now to make sure because it's not a short ferry ride. I will say that, right? Um, but they could be traveling there right now to uh, go watch it in London. So, you know, and if they're going to take a puddle jumper, you know, some of the airlines over there are really really cheap. Uh, Ryanair and EasyJet, or as some people call it, uh, Sleazy Jet, where <laughs> the the prices are real cheap, but everything is pretty much optional. So you you are paying extra if you want things like you know food. And um, and like inside the jet, you have like advertisements, you know, oh. like you, yeah. So that's why they're so cheap. Uh, but I mean, if you want a short flight, I mean, it's that's that's one way to do it. Yeah. But so I think the audience would be more behind Finn than what they would uh, Seth. I'm going to go with Finn actually winning because I think it'd be a better story. Seth doesn't need that belt. Yeah, I think it would be a better story too because it would everything would come full circle. Yeah, seven years. And yeah, I I would love to see Finn Balor win it. I think he deserves to win it. But I just think they're going to keep it on Seth for a while. Yeah, because right now. the Judgment Day. That's so stupid. Just get the word "the" out of there. Um, but Judgment Day, they've been been they've been booked to look weak. You know, we discussed this in one of the previous episodes. It's like, you know, um, they've been losing a lot of matches, and I, I yep. think actually it was Kyle who pointed it out. They've been losing a lot of matches. Are they being um, booked? you know, as jobbers to the stars, because like yeah, right. they have, they have been losing a lot, mm-hmm. you know? So I think this will give Finn a boost. It'll give the judgment day a boost because, and that'll be two titles that are in their camp. There's also, there, there also, there's also been friction between him and Damien priest. Ah. over Who should be the world champion? Cause Damien priest got a shot at, yeah so those seeds are there plus damian priest is in the money in the bank ladder match Ooh, long-term storytelling i'll throw this in there right now even though i don't i don't think you know 
this is still a couple matches away, but I'll say if Priest is going to win the Money in the Bank ladder match, Finn wins this title, he could turn on him down the road. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, ooh, that's what, you know what? Yep. That, I, I, yeah, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'm just saying that's that's how I would armchair book this. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so we actually have a split opinion on this one. Uh, you yep. think Seth will win it? I think Finn will get it. We both think Finn should get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the next one's also involving Judgment Day. Uh, it's Cody and Dominic. Um. Uh, mm. Cody will win. I don't see them having Cody lose on pay per view. No, not with the um, kind of push they've been trying. They're trying to give him like a perpetual push. Yeah, and I think they're going to want to keep that momentum. Dominic needs to win this match. There's only so long that he can go that, you know, he can be the, the sleazy heel <laughs> and not win a big match. That could only go for so long before he starts looking weak. Right now, he looks like a sleazy heel is what he's going for. You know, he's got the, <laughs> he's got, you know, he's got the fans booing him out of every building, which is what he's going for. Mm-hmm. But he always loses the big match. So he needs a big win to make his character more credible. If he wins, it'll be because of interference from Rhea. Oh, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, um, but, I think Cody's going. I think Dominic should win, but I think Cody's going to win. Um, I don't see Ray turning heel and helping him. So, no, I don't either. Mm-mm. Uh, Ray should retire anyway. You know, yeah. Not that he can't still go because he can, but you know, what like you put in the Hall of Fame, you're done. Yeah, like I said before, he should have. He should have lost at WrestleMania and retired right there. It would have been a great story to tell. Yep, having a match at with his son at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. That is their moment because yeah. you know they got a picture of it somewhere like over their mantle of them in the oh, ring. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, so Dominic should, Cody will. Yeah. Yep. Um, women's Money in the Bank ladder match. It was Lena Vega, Becky Lynch, Zoe Stark, Bailey, Io Sky, Trish Stratus. I'll say if Trish Stratus wins, I will turn off the uh, the pay per view. I will um, riot if Trish Stratus wins this match. Yeah, she has and, the business in this match. You're you're a Hall of Famer. Go home. Go there, home. There's nothing else for you to do. I mean, just stop. Wait Here's till the, what, wait till the wildfires calm down in Canada and go home. Yeah, and then go home. Here's what I think will happen. Person I think should win this is Eel Scott. Her and Bailey are having issues anyway. I see damage control not being a thing for too much longer because I think EO is going to turn face and then feud with feud with Bailey. Um, I would love to see EO versus Oscar in a title feud. That would be an amazing series of matches. I think EO should win this. I think Becky's going to win this. Uh, because that's the only thing 
that Becky hasn't done besides win the NXT champion, Women's Championship is win Money in the Bank. And they're trying to get that, um, the that ultimate, legacy. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And they keep hyping up that she needs it for her legacy and all this stuff. And I think, I think they're going to have Becky win it, which I like Becky Lynch. I have no problem right. with Becky Lynch. I would have no problem with her being Miss Money in the Bank. I just think El Sky would be the better choice. <sighs> I don't see Zoe Stark getting it at all. I don't think she's ready. Um, she just got called up, and you right. know, they got in the thing with Trish. Yeah, I don't think she's ready for that. I don't see they're not going to give it to Bailey. Bailey's already won it once. Bailey is one of the most unselfish people in pro wrestling. She, you know, she is willing to put over talent to get mm-hmm. them to that next level. She went on to put over lesser talent. Exactly. Yeah. I don't see them giving it to Zelina Vega. She can't reach the briefcase anyway, even when she stands on top. And they (laughs) better not crash. So it's to me, it's down to EO Sky and Becky. And I like I said, I think Becky will win it, but EO should win it. Yeah. You know what? I because they like having Becky in those title matches. Becky doesn't need the money in the bank to have a title match. Um, no, Becky's. I mean, Becky's at that John Cena level. Like mm-hmm. when John Cena won Money in the Bank, there was no need for it because Cena just walks in and tells the champion, "I want a shot at the title," and he gets a title match. Becky's on that level now where she can just be like, "I want a shot at the title." Yeah, and, I mean, somebody the champion sitting there like in the middle of like an Olive Garden trying to eat, and yeah. then they're like, "I want." And Becky's like, oh, oh, I want my title shot. But and I'm so, trying to eat my, my chicken parmesan here. Do you mind? You know? Yeah. Becky doesn't need it. Becky is Becky's one of those stars that's beyond the briefcase, doesn't need it to get over or be over. I've always felt that the money in the bank briefcase, the men and the women, should be to get people over and get them to that next level to get them right. to the main of the scene. Yep. Because they're right. They have to be mid card. Exactly. You know, you, it can't be a so, starter. It has to be sort of mid card, but it'll help exactly. move them up and help move them up because the money in the bank is, does for people what the intercontinental championship used to do. Yep. It's, it's that level to where here you are and this will move you to the main event. And EO needs that. Becky does not. Becky's already Becky's going to remain a main eventer until she retires. Because she's gotten herself there. Oh yeah. But um now EO uh, definitely win. Becky's already joked saying um that she's gonna win it and then she's gonna cash it on Seth. You know that would be <laughs> it'd be dumb, but I least... <laughs> it would be fun to watch. She yeah. shows up at his match like Doing the biggie. Yeah, like, <laughs> I want Biggie to have the briefcase again just because of that. <laughs> yeah. Like it's like give me it's like go ahead and let me win this title or it's gonna be bad for you at home. <laughs> <laughs> um but the all right, men's match. Last one on here. Ricochet. Yep, the men's match. Ricochet, Shinsuke Nakamura, LA Knight, Santos Escobar. Butch, 
Damian Priest and Logan Paul. Yeah. Uh, I saw on Parts Unknown on YouTube, they were talking about Money in the Bank. And um, there's one guy on there, his name is Tempest. He wears a mask. And uh, he said that he needed, he's like, Butch is in this match, but I need I need Pete Dunn to come out of witness protection because I'm tired of the Butch <laughs> thing. I agree. I need Pete Dunn. I need, you know, I need NXT Pete Dunn in this match. But they're not going to give it to him. They're not going to give it to Shinsuke. Shinsuke's time in the main event scene has come and gone. They had the opportunity to give it to him when he was feuding with AJ, and they didn't do it. Um, why you have him win the Royal Rumble and then not give him the championship makes no sense, but that's what they nah. did. They're not going to give it to Ricochet. They're never going to push Ricochet to the main event scene. He's had one world championship match since he came up from NXT, and it was a squash in Saudi against Brock. Yeah. Um, um, and did you notice that they have seven in this match, but they only have six in the women's match? Mm-hmm. That actually, yeah. I'm, I'm going to go back to the women's match, women's match for a second. Makes me wonder if they don't have somebody waiting in the wings. Yeah, and I hope they don't because I hate when they do that. It's like, you here's what you advertised. So leave it at that and go. Don't pull a, you know, don't pull. Don't a pull a Brock. Scenario. Yeah, don't pull a scenario like Brock Lesnar where it's just like, oh, Brock's in the match, even though he comes down at the very end of the match to win and doesn't hasn't put his body through anything. Right. But um, they're not going to give it to Ricochet. Like I said, Ricochet's, they don't view him as a main event guy. Uh, um, even though he's absolutely amazing in, in mm-hmm. the um, Logan Paul has absolutely no business in this match. Um, if you want to go storyline-wise, he didn't even qualify for the match. He just made a phone call to management and got invited into the match. I, I don't, thir- I don't, there's, I don't get the value of having him in there. Okay. I, don't, I am thoroughly impressed with his dedication to pro wrestling, with yeah. his athleticism, the work that you can obviously tell he puts in, but that does not mean that he should come into a match designed for people who are there 300 days a year mm-hmm. and take a spot from somebody that deserves that spot. Bronson Reed should have had that spot instead of Logan Paul. Yeah. Um, But my pick, I think L.A. Knight's going to win, and L.A. Knight should win. I agree on on both. I'm going to put an asterisk because we all know how Vince McMahon loves the media spotlight and the, the crossover promotion and stuff like that. It would not surprise me to see Vince McMahon book Logan Paul to win Money in the Bank. If Logan Paul wins Money in the Bank, there's going to be so many obscenities flying around my house because I'm not going to be happy at all. Yeah. Um, The novelty of Logan Paul, the celebrity novelty, to me, has it's already worn off. It's already worn off. Yeah. It It was a a huge deal in Saudi. It was big deal yep. in the Royal Rumble. Yep. Okay. You know, um, the Elimination Chamber, when he did his thing, when he popped in, they had that, when him and Ricochet, I mean, they were, yeah. you know, yeah. they were they were bo- both playing the floor's lava, and they were yeah. just 
collide in midair. That was a cool spot. Oh yeah. But right now it's just it's become a it, this for this it's a distraction um, because Ricochet, like you said, and I agree, Ricochet deserves more than what he's been getting. Shinsuke oh. is still respected. Everybody loves watching Shinsuke, but his time in the main event's already gone. Yeah. Santos Escobar not ready yet. Yeah, he's not ready yet. I mean, excellent pro wrestler, mm-hmm. you know, but he's not ready for that spot. And I don't see them. I don't think they view him as a main event guy either. No, he's got a long way to go. Uh, Butch, he's better off as part of um, the brawling brutes, you know, that yeah. he's with love watching when he's part of that. This, and it's, yeah, it's if, brutal. They're not going to revert him to Pete Dunne and him be the bruiser weight and be that guy that was NXT UK champion for like 600 days. Mm-hmm. Then leave him in the brawling brutes. Uh, Damian Priest would be my second pick behind LA Knight. Yeah, just with storyline implications with him and Finn Balor alone, he would be a good pick. But I still think the smart move is to do it LA Knight. He is so hot right now. (laughs) Yeah. And WWE always has a, a, a thing of like, he got himself over. And that's that's the only problem I see with them not giving it to him because... Vince has a problem with somebody getting themselves over and him not getting them over. Right. Um, had a supervisor like that once. He only likes stuff when he can claim credit for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. Um, and Logan Paul, like I said, I will, I will have a riot in my own house. Oh yeah. If Logan Paul wins, I won't tear uh, up stuff, and my wife will kill me. But I right. will not be pleased at all because it's stupid there's no there's no upside to logan paul winning money in the bank it doesn't he's not a wrestler that is going to benefit this is this is ronda rousey all over again this is i'm going to come in have three four matches this is only his what tag match with the miz SummerSlam match with the miz he got the uni- he got the universal title shot against Roman. He was in the Rumble. This is his fifth match. Yeah. This will be his fifth professional wrestling match. It is a slap. It will be a slap in the face to anybody competing in that match or has ever competed in Money in the Bank to have Logan Paul walk in five matches in and win that briefcase. Because who's he going to cash in on? Are they going to have him cash in on Seth? Are they going to have him? He ain't cashing in on Roman. No. Um, And you're going to have a situation even worse than the David Arquette situation. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, they did this with Ronda when when she came in. Ronda was like four or five matches in and was already the women's champion. And it's like, no. That's not how this works. Right. And when Alexa Bliss referred to her as the overhyped rookie, she wasn't lying. Wasn't lying. No, because she was a rookie and she was overhyped. She is still not a good professional wrestler after no. all this time. Shayna Baszler is the workhorse of their tag team. Oh, Shayna absolutely. Baszler, amazing pro wrestler and should have been either Raw or SmackDown Women's Champion by now. Yes, uh, I think the only reason now why she's doing this tag team is to help Ronda kind of get over. Yeah, she's carrying Ronda. Mm-hmm. 
Because and, here's the thing, Ronda's a Ronda's a heel. The only reason Ronda's a heel is because nobody likes the fact that she barely wrestles at all and gets these monster pushes. She's not she's not a heel like Shayna's a heel. Shayna's a heel because she's like, I'm gonna come out and I'm gonna break your break you down limb by limb and take what you have. And I don't care what anybody thinks about it. Ronda's a heel because people want her to go away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she's got go away heat and Shayna has heel heat. Because Ronda had that go away heat a few years ago, remember? And she actually quit her wrestling because she did not know how to handle being booed. Mm-hmm. When and, she got uh, Charlotte beat the crap out of her with the kendo stick at Survivor Series. Yeah, and Charlotte got cheered, and Ronda got booed, and you could tell she did not know what to do. And that's that's where experience comes in, because an experienced pro wrestler would have taken that that response and instantly flipped it and just yep. turned heel. It's like, if you're going to boo me, I'm going to give you a reason to boo me. Yep, but she didn't know how to do that. And uh, now... Uh, I think her stock has definitely dropped. You know, oh, yeah. um, I think her uh, stock has dropped. I don't think. I think everybody has respect for what she did in UFC, but I don't think anybody has any respect respect for her as a pro wrestler because she's not good. Right. She's not good, and I don't. And and just watching her matches, she has not progressed hardly at all from where she was when she first started. It's obvious that she's not putting in the work to get better she's just coasting on her name recognition because there is a difference between mma and professional wrestling yes you know the sports and, entertainment professional wrestling yeah you can incorporate the arm bar and you know mm-hmm. things like that into pro wrestling but you've got to know how you to carry yourself as a wrestler and here's another thing ronda rousey was in fights that sometimes only lasted 12 seconds She's not yeah. used to go 20 minutes in a match. You know, I know it's, uh, like you said, pro wrestling is different than the UFC, but cardio alone. Mm-hmm. She ain't used to go in 20 minutes in anything because her UFC matches, I think she, in one year she had four matches and I think it totaled like five minutes worth of time in the cage because she tapped everybody out so quick, which is a testament to her skill. But that doesn't translate well to pro wrestling when cardio is one of the most important things to have. And she lost her last two USC fights, so mm-hmm. yeah, and um, she got worked in the one where she lost the title. Yeah, because she she went in. I feel like she went in overconfident and didn't stick with her game, and she tried to stand up to Holly, and Holly knocked her out. I think Holly Holm. I mean, I, I think this may be a. Uh, I think it's fair comparison. Holly Holm. She's like the Buster Douglas of. UFC. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yep, she you took know. down the the perceived unbeatable champion, and then uh, Amanda Amanda Nunes came in and was like, "No, I'm just going to take that and show you how it's done." Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I don't even know who Buster Douglas lost the title to. I don't either. I don't remember. <laughs> you know, um, I know he lost at his next his first yeah. title defense. Yeah, so, I mean, he he beat Mike Tyson. He studied Mike Tyson. He, mm-hmm. you know, saw he found the weaknesses and he mm-hmm. knew what to do. And you know, and so and that's and obviously that's not a knock on Buster Douglas. I mean, he's a, a former heavyweight world champion for boxing. 
just like Holly Holm is a former, what is she, Bantamweight? Yes. Yeah. Yep. You know, she be, and she beat, like you said, the formerly unbeatable Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Yep. I mean, beat her down. I mean, came up bloody because she yep. just kept pounding. They had to stop the match. Oh, yeah. And here's the thing with Ronda, and I think this is carried over to WWE. Holly Holm shattered the mystique of Ronda Rousey. Mm-hmm. Before then, Ron, in the women's division, Ronda Rousey, whether she had the title or not, was the final boss. Holly yep. beat the final boss and shattered that mystique, and Ronda's never gotten that mystique back. And she tried. She's tried, but she was considered to be deadly in UFC. She was deadly in UFC. Shayna Baszler's right. dead in pro wrestling. Ronda mm-hmm. Rousey is not. And by the way, Shayna Baszler is also a former MMA fighter. Mm-hmm. You know, so... Who, who was trained to incorporate that into pro wrestling, not mm-hmm. make that the only thing you're able to do. Yep. So... That match is going to be well. Honestly, I don't. I think that match is not even going to come anywhere close to being like match of the night. Um, just looking over these, I could see um, Gunther and Riddle. I could see being really good. Seth and Finn will be really good. Cody and Dominic. I think Dominic's still too green. You know, he's, Cody will bring he's it. He's a lot better than yeah. Cody will bring it, and I think Cody will bring it out of out of Dominic. I think it'll be a good match. I don't think it's going to be on the level of. I think Finn and Seth will have the match of the night, as far as in ring, as far as in ring performance. Seth and Finn will have matches. Sports entertainment drama. Usos. What happened? Um, I don't know. All of a sudden, you said as far as drama, Usos, and boom, people on YouTube, they'll see that. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was weird. It dropped and then came right back up. But yeah, um, as far as drama goes, it'll be Usos and Bloodline. But I think in-ring, in-ring work, it'll be Seth and Finn. Uh, I'll say Seth and Finn. Um Behind that will be Gunther and Matt Riddle, and it'll probably be a close, very close second, Gunther and Matt Riddle. That one has definitely has some potential to be really good. But yeah, the drama part, because I don't see a lot of good wrestling coming in the bloodline match. It's going to be brutal hits, kicks, punches, and and hatred. That's also going to make a bit because Roman's in it. So because Roman's in it. And yeah. the bloodline is the the hot I mean that's the hot, hot story. Though. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um I'm not going to try to predict any cash-ins because we don't know the actual order they're going to have. If if one of the Money in the Bank matches are first, look for a potential mm-hmm. cash-in later. That's the way it's they've been doing it. So, And here's the thing with the women. This, may, this will be the first year that the women's... This will be the first year since Carmella that the women's Money in the Bank briefcase will not be at least cashed in on the same night. Nikki A.S.H. did hers the next night, but for years in a row, everybody cashed in the same night because unless there's some shenanigans in her title defense, 
against Charlotte on SmackDown tomorrow because they're in London. SmackDown's in London, and Oscar's mm-hmm. supposed to defend the title against Charlotte. So unless there's some shenanigans, then Oscar won't be on the show. You're right. Because um, I'm looking. There's no women's title match. There's no. There's no catch in. There's your mystery seventh seventh person. If it happens, it'll be Charlotte. Bless, I hope not. Oscar's gonna. I would rather their match be like a countout or a DQ or something. I would rather Bianca Belair interfere because she's mad that Charlotte jumped the line. I would. I would be happier if she interfered, messed up the match, and they booked them as a triple threat on the pay per view. If they start talking about only six women but seven men, look for a, a mystery. Well, look for Charlotte to come out, and then yeah. Although it would be cool if Bianca came out. Yeah, it'd be cool if Bianca came out. Charlotte doesn't need anything; she needs to go home. I mean, yeah. Stop. I mean, come on. It's like she got called up to the main roster in 2015, and has won. Counting NXT championships, she's won 16 women's championships in eight years. Yeah, just let somebody else have the spotlight for a bit. Which means she is, I mean, I know they don't consider the NXT title like a legit world title, but you take that off and you take the NXT titles off. That's still 14 world championships. In eight years, that's ridiculous. Uh, technically, technically, it's seventeen because he had the Divas Championship before they turned it into the Women's Championship. Yeah, the little so butterfly-looking belt. Yeah, she had the butterfly belt, two NXT Women's Championships, and then fourteen more. It's like. Why? Ah, oh well. So we will find out here in in almost exactly forty eight hours from now is when the pay per view is going to be starting. Yep. So everybody, listen. You hear our predictions. So write them down. Whenever it happens, send me and Dwayland messages. Let us know how we did because I probably won't remember what we said, and yep. I have to go back and listen myself. So, <laughs> so but all right, dude. I'm going to go ahead and say goodbye for now, but until we can actually meet again, probably on Monday, maybe Tuesday, we'll have to see, because the food truck is apparently doing very well. If you're in the Paducah area, go by Dwayne's Food Truck. What is the name of your food truck? Mom Mom and Papa's Family Food. There you go. Go by there. Check it out. They're doing really well. So well, they they actually they say, well, we're going to be stopping at this time, and the place where they're at says, no, we want you to stay, because we have customers that are willing to give you money. And I'm like, and I don't blame you. So yeah. Um until we can meet again, my friend, I have to say good night, good day, and God bless. God bless.